Thank you, President McCarl, for your insightful and inspiring address. Uh, your leadership and dedication to the sovereignty, justice, and community well-being of tribal nations set a strong foundation for the work that we will continue to undertake together. As we re transition from reflecting on the state of our nations to envisioning the path forward, it is my honor to introduce a groundbreaking leader who embodies the spirit of progress and representation for our people in the halls of Congress. Making history as the first Alaska Native elected to Congress and addressing the NCAI for the first time, please join me in welcoming United States Representative Mary Peltola to provide today's congressional response. Hello, and thank you for the invitation to give this response today. I'm so grateful to God for gathering us all here in this space to learn and grow with each other. We are truly blessed to have this opportunity and the energy to make change and to chart a strong course forward as Native people. If you would have told me just two years ago that I'd be giving the congressional response to NCAI's State of the Indians Nation address, I would not have believed it. I have come so far only because of the hard work and striving of generations of my ancestors who came before. Every one of you in this room bears a piece of that success. Since I arrived in DC, so many people have told me how inspirational my story has been to them from all corners of the country. As grateful as that makes me, it can also feel like a lot to live up to. I'm only one person and there's so much work to be done. In moments like those, I remember why I'm here. It's not because I can fix everything alone, but because there are many people who are counting on me to make their voices heard. And I know I'm not alone because there are people like you out there with me. As I respond to the state of Indian nations, I think it's worth reflecting on the successes that our work has already achieved. Native people have accomplished so much in recent years through determination and cooperation. We've placed discussion of tribal management, traditional knowledge, and sovereignty into the lexicon, lexicon and procedures of government. We have begun to co-manage federal lands across the country. We've continued to elect members of Congress, and we are only beginning to find our full strength. These victories should inspire us for the work that lies ahead, because there's so much to be done and significant challenges in our path that we will only be able to tackle together. I applaud President Macaro's speech and particularly its focus on justice, sovereignty, and commitment to our communities. I'd like to discuss, discuss each of these issues. Justice. I was grateful to hear President Macaro's call for a National Public Safety and Justice Summit. This is a dire need for so many of our communities, and I'd be happy to attend and assist as my office and I are able. From the proliferation of fentanyl and opioids across our communities to the arbitrary, frustrating limitations of tribal law enforcement and the ongoing crisis of missing and murdered Indigenous people, we are facing too many threats to our lives and livelihoods on a daily basis. My state knows these challenges firsthand. Fentanyl has found its way even to some of our most remote Alaskan communities where all goods have to be flown in or barged. 
Everywhere these drugs go, they wreak havoc on our families and on our underfunded, overburdened health and public safety systems. We need a coordinated national response, which is why I'm proud to be a supporter of the Combating Fentanyl Poisoning Act of 2023. This bill would authorize grant programs to combat fentanyl poisonings, but it is only one part of the solution. We need to control our border and the drugs flowing in from other countries, and we need to invest in education, workforce, and healthcare systems to provide pathways away from drugs. As President Macaro said, however, justice is not merely about crime and enforcement. If we could stop the flow of fentanyl tomorrow, we would be safer. But that alone would not be justice. True justice is a state of relationships and balance between people that must be achieved and maintained through deliberate effort and governance. Native people have been denied justice, parity, and equitable opportunities for too long in too many areas. Alaska's legendary former representative Don Young knew this well and was a champion for Native people in so many ways. I've been grateful for the chance to carry the torch, pursuing priorities like the Indian Program's Advance Appropriation Act, which would provide guaranteed funding in advance for the Indian Health Service, Bureau of Indian Affairs, and Bureau of Indian Education. Advanced funding is something that most other departments already enjoy. It's essential for maintaining programs that can reliably serve our people. We need access to the same tools as everyone else to build functioning communities. That is justice in its most basic sense. Further, Congress must gain an understanding that Native people are not just another identity group. We are sovereign nations. That word, sovereignty, is so important. Sovereignty is a recognition of how we have always been Native people, self-governing and self-sufficient. But it is not prescriptive. There's not one specific Native way to be sovereign that all of us must practice. We are sovereign because of who we are, not because of how we organize. That is something that I think we all need to remember because it is crucial to our unity. Alaska has a unique system of sovereignty and self-determination that doesn't always fit into programs designed for the lower 48. I know our native corporations and tribal consortiums can seem different or odd at first glance, but they are merely another way of addressing the same needs that all of our communities possess. Though we each have a responsibility to our own tribal nations, we also bear a responsibility to look out for our collective interests as Native people. Treaty or non-treaty, Alaska Native Corporation shareholder or non-shareholder, urban Native or villager, we are all Native. That should be a source of strength, not wedges to divide us. <clears throat> We're all subject to the plenary powers of Congress, a place where we are all too often misunderstood. It's a place accustomed to dealing with people as special interest groups, where every program and federal resource is treated as finite. This model tries to place our needs in competition with each other, and as a result, our communities suffer. I firmly believe that the only way we can truly address the systemic issues our communities face is by demanding more, not asking to exclude others from our perceived share. 
We need to be focused on growing the pie, raising the top line, creating more opportunity for everyone. Our ancestors recognized that no one was coming to save them. They worked together to survive. They knew that what benefited one of us could benefit all of us. In the same way, no one is coming to save us today. We still have to work together to thrive. There's no better example of this than the Native American Voting Rights Act, a badly needed piece of legislation that will better enfranchise many of our communities and enable us to truly act as the sovereign entities we are. But it is currently stuck in this Congress because it does not have a Republican co-sponsor. I'm working hard to make this a bipartisan bill, but we need the full might of our collective action to break through this gridlock. After seeing firsthand how partisanship and political tribalism has affected Congress, I hope that we, can, that we do not fall into the same trap. This is where I see NCAI's role so clearly. This is the National Congress of American Indians. This is the place where we can speak with one voice, where we can support one another and lift each other up. If we let arguments over sovereignty be used to degrade one another, we degrade the power of that term and limit our power to demand change. I am glad to hear about the proposal for an internal NCAI task force to discuss our direction. This is a critical step, an opportunity to come together, heal, and unify. As NCAI takes, undertakes this effort, I merely ask that the task force be representative and inclusive of all regions, all peoples, and all tribes. It is the only way to truly represent our communities. At the end of the day, that's why all of us are here, to improve the quality of life for our communities. We have seen the failures of Congress to meet its obligations and provide for our people too many times. We're all painfully aware of the needs our communities have, needs that continue to shock my colleagues here when I relay them. In my state, 32 communities are without basic water and sewer infrastructure. Many more have unreliable or untreated systems. Houses are old and worn and frequently overcrowded. Across Alaska, a state which would stretch from Jacksonville to San Francisco if laid upon a map of the lower 48, are remote communities without the means or authority to protect themselves, who must sometimes wait days for law enforcement to arrive via boats or planes. These are not just issues of safety and health, they're issues of basic human dignity. No one should be expected to endure these conditions. They will not be solved by mere scraps of federal funding. Our needs must be the foundation for our collective action. Our pie deserves to get bigger. The top line must be grown, and it can be. It just takes all of us. I know that unity is not a new idea. President Macaro was right to speak so much about it. Unity is an idea that has to be actively encouraged by our leaders and practiced at every level of our organizations. That means we all need to step it up in our communities. There will never be enough Native people in our courts or in Congress until we decide that we are willing to put ourselves there. We need to get all of our people involved, engaged, and yes, running for office. 
I ran because I knew that someone needed to stand up for our fish. It was truly as simple as that. Being pro-fish isn't just a slogan to me, it's a way of life. Where I'm from on the Yukon-Cuscoquim Delta, our babies teeth on dried salmon strips. Salmon is our first solid food. It's our most basic and essential sustenance, both, both physically and culturally. I know there are issues like this that you all care deeply about as well, issues unique and significant to your communities and histories. These are the issues that can be hard to convince Congress to care about when it's just one person or one tribe speaking about the issues that affect them. But when we unify to elect candidates that can speak with a single loud voice, it makes a difference. People are starting to pay attention to fish now. This administration just issued one of the most significant executive orders on fishing in our nation's history to crack down on imports from foreign trawl fleets that are damaging our oceans and discarding fish by the thousands. NOAA is looking at revising our national fisheries regulations for the first time in a decade. All of this happened because Alaska Natives were unified. We showed up to vote as a community. I know that many of you have done this in your own communities as well. We all know that it works. We just need to be willing to do it at the highest level. It's been the honor of my life to serve in this seat and to advocate for Alaska and Native people. I also believe the state of Indian nations is strong. But we are still far from realizing our true strength. I want to be a partner with all of you to help us find it. But we need more than just me. I look forward to the day where we are represented in true proportion. I look forward to the day where resources are more justly allocated, where sovereignty and self-determination is respected by all, and where our communities are put first. I know we can get there, and I look forward to speaking with many of you later this week on more important issues to our people. The conversation is only beginning. Oyana. Thank you, Representative Tola, for joining us today. As an ally on Capitol Hill and a trailblazer for all of Indian Country, we appreciate your partnership and we are excited to have you join us later this week during ECWS. 